Uh, how are you doing anyway, Will? You okay? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. Got a lot of sleep last night. Maybe too much sleep. It's such a minefield past 30 in it. Too much <laughs> sleep, too little sleep. Oh, impossible. Yeah. And that one night where you get the perfect amount of sleep, you sleep funny, and now your neck hurts for four days. And now, we, yeah, yeah, I'm like, well, I got so much energy, but fuck me, I can't turn my head left or right. Oh, I hate it. I hate it when you're like, you're like, oh, I can look left, and oh, well, we're not. There's just no right turns. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to make a right. We go left, left, left. <laughs> I was just, um, I was looking at Pokemon Sleep last night. Have, have you two heard of this? Uh, I saw Steve posting about it, but I didn't. I didn't yeah, I've got a story here. I'll bring it up anyway. It's um, it's going a bit off track, but yeah, I downloaded this yesterday because it's it's just out, and I'll download anything Pokemon. Just have a quick look. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it just came out. Like it literally, yeah, literally it? just came out. Oh, um, okay. it's it's kind of interesting. I was like really drawn in by all the Pokemon stuff, and then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, yeah, now go to bed. We're just gonna like track your sleep and listen to you. And it, have you ever used any sleep apps before? Um, I have one on my phone that I very rarely open because I don't like I don't need that kind of information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this this one does the same thing as all the other ones, where it, like if it rec- if it senses any like loud disturbances, it starts recording. Um, yeah. So you can listen to them in the morning. And then you just, it's, it's when that happens, you, you start realizing how much one of you snores every night that you're just completely oh, unaware. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I got to try this. Yeah. I, I, I thought I slept well last night. And then you look at it yeah. in the morning and it's like, oh, yeah, you slept okay. But like you woke up here, 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 and here. And it's like, yeah, did I? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> that was... That's me and Aaron have been going through it where she'll be like, you snored last night. I'll be like, you snored last night. And then... <laughs> we have the same thing. <laughs> Nothing gets resolved. <laughs> we we were listening back to the recordings this morning from last night, and we we both had it. Laura had it on her phone. I had it on my phone, and her microphone only picked up the fan that we had sort of aimed at her. So the recordings yeah. of the snoring are on my phone, <laughs> but I'm adamant that it's picking up. And it's her snoring, her snoring right? <laughs> even though it's on my phone. Oh, she's, I think she's being sassy behind me. <laughs> but yeah. very Girls funny. don't snore, Josh. That's the rules. They absolutely do snore. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that for a fact. <laughs> but yeah, I, did, I, I played it like once um, last night. And so I was what, like, uh, I'm, I'm done. I think I'm done with that. <laughs> what, what is it? You, it's like you... It's like Pokemon walking one, but for sleeping instead. It's like you, you trade all your sleeping data for cute Pokemon GIFs, basically, like dot GIFs. So Isn't get, that strangely dystopian? It kind of is, yeah. You give up all your tasty <laughs> data that's like worth money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Diglett is asleep, and you can poke it, and yeah. it's like, oh, that's kind of cute. <laughs> and that's the game. <laughs> The you you get gifts and the government gets data on the perfect time to enact the dystopian lockdown that's exactly coming. yeah so you know what's coming yeah you know what's up <laughs> it's not your first <laughs> sleep app rodeo <laughs> but yeah I've done, I've done these before and this is just the same thing in like a Pokemon skin it's it's good for like I think one night just to see if you ne- if you've never used these apps before it's always kind of fascinating yeah. just like watching your sleep graph always find that kind of cool i don't know if i would use it like every single night though right it's, it's probably it's probably something 
if it can help you sleep better though like i guess if, yeah. if you need if you need it pokemon themed in order to just <laughs> yeah. improve your life right like i guess it's what happened with works. pokemon go yeah. yeah exactly whatever works yeah yeah it's like pokemon go we're all like well this is kind of dumb but it's like but everybody is kind of getting out and walking <laughs> out aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. i want to i want to find out if there's enough pokemon based apps to allow me to survive if that makes sense <laughs> like pokemon sleep that and that gets you to sleep pokemon and get eat. up pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah pokemon eat and pokemon there's like eat. pokemon workout there, there was at one point i think there was like a pokemon uh brush your teeth app i swear that's real hang on can i get a pokemon blood pressure heart monitor and then <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> pokemon smile brush your teeth song i swear there was an app at some point pokemon smile official trailer Oh, this is going off. this is going a bit crazy now but yeah i want i want pokemon to dictate it. pokemon diet and work out pokemon go to job Just pokemon code <laughs> that's pokemon code pokemon, yeah yeah that sounds like a a really good i lived my life by pokemon rules for a month here's what happened <laughs> yeah that's a viral video right <laughs> yeah that's a viral video yeah yeah just the video ends like yeah it was terrible well i'm <laughs> like it all fell apart <laughs> there's not enough stuff but yeah i reckon you give that a go Oh, this is, uh, it's getting a bit off the rails, so we'll do the intro and then we'll get back to whatever it is we're talking about. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Game Forecast, our weekly gaming podcast where we get together and chat about what we've been playing and the new news stories for the week. My name is Josh, aka Bottlerworks, and I'm here with Olive Meister Will. Hello. And Sam Samer. Hello, I'm Sam. <laughs> Should we just dive straight into the big game that we played together? earlier this mm -hmm. week yeah um i also want to give a shout out to steve who always does his bit because i came up with a bit today <laughs> and i backed out right <laughs> just then you failed <laughs> oh no i let you do it at the end i, I couldn't do it i don't know how do he any, does it every week save it save it for the outro save yeah if, the you, outro. if you do it at the outro literally the last words i guarantee you like five percent of listeners probably make it that far right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you'll feel safe there because only someone will only like three people will hear it so you'll, you'll be much better yeah much yeah better. um yeah we all played exo primal when it came out on oh what was it friday last friday and it's dropped on like game pass and stuff right mm -hmm. um what did you two think about it i had a lot of fun playing this game just straight up i really enjoyed this what did you think will so or sam yeah sam i was just Go gonna sam. say like this is I had this conversation with a friend. It was very hard to say whether I enjoyed the game, yeah. which I think I did, or I just enjoyed playing with the boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I will um, say, compared to you lot, I th I played a lot of this solo queue in the end. Like I think yeah. I was. I, I had I've a, got I something to say about that as well. Yeah, you pulled an Overwatch on us. He well, pulled an Overwatch on us, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. What's pulling an Overwatch? Where you go off, play the shit out of it, and then go, oh, I'm done. And we're like, you want to get a play session in? You're like, nah, I put 13 hours into it yesterday. <laughs> I don't want to play it anymore. Yeah, so now Happen none of us Overwatch. are playing it. <laughs> Happened with and played it on your own. Well, the issue was, Happened right, with Apex? I don't think it happened with Apex. Happened with Apex? Oh, I'm being, like, being grassed up here. This is not true. This is all fake news. <laughs> the issue I had was, is that as soon as Game Pass ran out, I was like, I don't know if this is worth another... What is Game Pass? Like, eight quid? Nine quid now, I think? You don't pay eight quid to play games with your boys? I bet you spent more on lunch today. Uh, what was lunch today? Lunch was... No, it was like the nastiest chicken noodles you can buy from Sainsbury's. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <fair laughs> no, I just... I, I did really enjoy this. Um, but then as soon as it... 
like was taken away from me i was like i don't know if i want it back i hope it's got legs i think it'd be really cool to revisit in a month or two if it's still alive and kicking um we should like explain what this is right i, I think a lot of people have heard if about you it. can you give it a good go exoprimal is capcom's new pvpve multiplayer game uh the premise is you are on a team of five you're all in mechs and you're fighting against waves of dinosaurs and it's uh that's the pve element you sort of you push through have to kill a bunch of pve um, and it's almost time trialed for the first part of the game and then after you push through you then get put into more sort of pve but now it's against another team doing an objective and you have to finish first and you can fight each other you know like ultimates and abilities and stuff like that um very very similar to overwatch in that regard um but it's just bizarre because it's the capcom sort of comedic twist i guess like the sort of stylings where it's all kind of quirky tongue-in-cheek mechs versus dinosaurs mm-hmm. um it's very odd I, I don't really i can't really think of many games like this right i mean you said you had you mentioned destiny 2 right will uh it, no it more it more reminded me of a very weird offshoot mode of uh like earth defense force <laughs> it's is the vibes oh, like yeah. non-stop playing this game because it all it the game is like good the game is like good looking ish but it looks like a really up like ps2 game everything looks good, but it's like all super basic. It's like the, there's a car, you know, and the car looks nice, but it's like, it's not a lot going on. <laughs> no, it's that the most interesting kind of a car, yeah. With a little couple wheels on that car, isn't it? Um, and that's like, the whole game is kind of like that, except for the mechs, which are the most intricately designed mechs I've seen since like yeah, Warframe. Or really good mech designs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you enjoy yeah, it? I, <laughs> I I'm same with Sam. I'm same as Sam. I can't tell if I had fun because of the game or because of uh, it got the four of us together to play something. Because we don't we don't really play things as a four that often. Um, yeah. And this was kind of a nice way to get everyone together. And we got it's five, so we got us four and we got our buddy Rick to come and hang out. Yes. Yeah. And um. Yeah. I, I don't know, fun. man. It was fun. It it feels like for every good idea this game has, it has like it's like one step forward, two steps back, right? Where you can point at something and go, "That's really cool," and then you can point at two other things it does, like pay like sixty pounds to play it, paid battle pass, you have to pay to unlock characters, yeah. you can pay to early access to unlock characters, and there's loot crates. Wait, is there loot crate? I I can't remember. There were um, yeah. There's we'll get to that yeah, but carry on and. And you could be like, those things suck. <laughs> um, it's really weird, it, isn't it? Where it's, it's got all, it's like a full price game with all these yeah. additional payment systems slapped everywhere. Yeah. But also, there's not a crazy amount there in the first place. It's really bizarre. Yeah. It reminds me um, of remember your conspiracy theory about made for Game Pass games yes, that they yeah. just chuck on other platforms at full price because they're like 
maybe we'll recoup some money yeah. here alongside whatever money they got from Microsoft to put it on uh, Game Pass. Because uh, it's it's like, what? why would you pay full price for this game? It's so, yeah. it's so not worth full price. Holy crap. Oh, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a games as a service. Like, yeah. like through and through, which, you know, do not really get paid for. You don't buy these types of games. It's bizarre yeah. that there's games for sale in the first place because these games don't exist to be sold. Um, the other one I think of, which I know it had a decent campaign, but I always think of Gears 5. Um, yeah. Where that uh... game was... Uh, hear me out. It was a game that was advertised really heavy for, like, Play It Day 1 Game Pass. It was Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. And then it, I think it was like 50, 60 quid on Steam. So similar deal to this. And then it had a really egregious cash shop. Again, of like 20 pound skins, this, that, and the other, battle passes, seasons, da da da. And it, and it just felt like it, that sort of style of monetary benefits the person on this, the game pass over the person that buys it full price. Yeah. I feel, I feel yeah. very similar here, I think. Um, this is way worse. Don't get me wrong. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like... Do you, I mean, this is a whole different... Do you, do you feel that way about like Call of Duty? Where uh, you pay £60 for Call of Duty, but most people play through the campaign once and then most of it is the multiplayer? I do feel that way specifically for the multiplayer. It's weird because a lot of people play Warzone which is kind of detached yeah. at this point as a free-to-play thing. I think, yeah, that's true. Uh, I think um, Call of Duty's multiplayer will make a lot more sense uh, if and when it does inevitably come to Game Pass. Yeah. Um, which you okay. know, yeah, you know, yeah. may actually happen this year. Um, if this, if this um, sales stuff goes through by, I think they're saying October, they're hoping to close everything. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you might see this year's COD on Game Pass. If not this year, then next year. You re- oh, surely it can't move that quick, can it? You reckon game? Or if they if Game Pass, if they're that confident, they'll be setting up for it already, right? Uh, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. It's, it won't be like okay, the sale is finalized. Now start building for Game Pass. But they'll, Get they'll to be, work on Game <laughs> Pass. Yeah, they'll be yeah. doing it right now. Um, if they if they are doing it, um. Kind of lost my train of thought there. What were we talking about? Just this game uh, and its monetization. It's ludicrous. <laughs> it's like paying. Yeah, well, that's kind of Exo Primal, yeah. though, right? Yeah. Like, yes, we're already kind of bored of talking about it. No, no, I think there's some fun stuff. It's like, yeah, paying sixty pounds. It's like paying sixty pounds for League of Legends or something. It feels. Yeah. It's like, are you going to try and nickel and dime me for a battle pass? And you're trying to. There's a. There's like. Uh, there's like character unlocks behind levels. Um, even if you pay for the full version, yeah, and account, it's, the whole levels. time, yeah, the whole time you're playing, it's like you want to play as this guy. Hey, you want to drop a tenner and just play as this guy now, and it's like, come on, come yeah. on, that's kind of the, the thing I brought up, which I thought I thought was kind of confusing, which I did mention, was how there is a loot box system where every time your account levels up, you get essentially a loot box, right? And you get three items of different, you know, different yeah. rarities, skins, this, that, and the other. Um. But there's no way to actually purchase said loot box. You can only yeah. get it through, as of right now, you can only get it through account levels up. So why is it there in the first place? 
if I go just, like, oh fuck yeah, I'm addicted. I want to buy more loot boxes. You can't buy more loot boxes. <laughs> it's really weird. it's really weird how that's the system yeah. in the first place. It's like yeah, maybe they'll <sighs> let you buy those in the future or something. But yeah, this it's it's so bizarre because I don't think a lot of this would be an issue if the game was just free, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I think it would just be expected. But the fact that is it. Yeah. It literally, it's really hard to describe, but it literally, it does feel like a free-to-play game. Like, there's a there's a campaign, in air quotes, but it's like, every now and then you'll get cutscenes after a multiplayer game, and that's the campaign. I do like the way it does that. I think, um, I do think it's the most, or one of the most interesting sort of ways to weave a campaign into a multiplayer game that I've seen. Yeah. Um, what, what the game does is you'll queue up for a match like you normally do. Like you would queue up for a match in Overwatch or Call of Duty or whatever. You just need queue for a match. And then during certain points when your account gets far enough or whatever, uh, it'll look like you're playing a normal mission as, you're always, as you always are. But then something weird will happen and you'll get whisked away to like a unique yeah. campaign story bit or something like that. That's really interesting. I really like that stuff. I think that's really cool. Um, at least in terms of the way I found it, like it, it, it really like subverted what I was expecting. Yeah, but but what's not cool is how <laughs> what feels like most of this game's content is gated behind like grinding multiplayer matches, which yeah. is like mo- no one who's going to bother with the <laughs> you know like. I suppose uh, it depends you... how you think of it, right? Because I, I, I think of it more as like you're just playing the game and the story just comes out as you're just playing this multiplayer game. Right, as, as but the story is one thing. Story. I like, I, I, yeah, fair enough. That I, I don't know how else you would do a story in a multiplayer game. It does have, there was some cool moments where it's like you're doing a, uh, you would, me and Sam were doing it where it's like a mission and then a, an NPC robot pops up and he's like, oh, I'm hacking into your multiplayer game. We're yeah, going to do some yeah. nefarious stuff. And it's like, all right, that's pretty cool. But like, that was that was the first time where the game was like, hey, I've got a new mode for you. And it's like, but we, we've been playing for like <laughs> yeah. five or six hours at this point. And we're just earlier. playing the same mode. And it's yeah. like, most people are going to play four or five matches of this and just be like, oh, well. Never mind. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, alright. Put it in COD terms, it's like you have to play 10 games of Team Deathmatch before you can unlock Search and Destroy. Yeah. And you have to play like 10 games of Search and Destroy before you can unlock Headquarters. Yeah. yeah. Time wise it's, like, it's way worse because it's it's like what is like Team Deathmatch in COD is what, like five, ten minutes? A game of Exoprime was about fifteen ish, twenty minutes. It's it's like Yeah, you have to I think we played for like probably about five six hours before i even knew that there was more stuff coming because the game doesn't even tell you that you're gonna yeah. unlock more stuff yeah that that's the worst bit is if you don't know about it you just won't it's bizarre People it's so bizarre it. it's the um the steam page here now is mostly positive um when the game first came out the the reviews were really negative and all the reviews on like sort of day one day two were about there's nothing here. Yeah, like I've paid yeah. sixty quid, fifty quid for this game, and there's one game mode. 
yeah. because they've played for five hours and, and nothing's, <laughs> nothing's changed. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so weird. I, it's baffling. It's absolutely baffling. And it's like you say, it just, it, for every yeah. good thing this game does, which I think is really good, it's just got one or two really fucking weird things. It's it's like every time it, it you think it's doing something cool, it stumbles and falls on its face. Because I because I think the game is fun and as like a I think the game is fun, but like just deeply flawed in that yeah. you spend most of the, most of the match is just wasted time. It's because yeah. it's the for what it's like you start off every match follows the same kind of path where it's like a PVE phase followed by a PVE VP phase. The deciding part of the match is almost always the final five percent of the game. At least yeah. that was my experience. Everything I played was like you will be racing through the PVE part, which literally doesn't matter. You'll be like five, ten percent ahead of your opponents or whatever. But it's like the only deciding part is when your team finally runs into each other in the literally the last like minute of the game. And then you get a single PVE PvP encounter. And basically, whoever wins that is the game is over. That's that was ninety percent yeah. of the matches that we played. Even I, if we were ahead or behind, didn't make a difference. I I agree, I agree that like yeah, it's all basically decided in the far in the final five minutes. Um, well, I will say for me, I did kind of like the PVE bits that you do at the start. I know that it does. I understand that it can feel kind of pointless because it doesn't yeah. decide anything really to do with the ending, which is what decides the game. But I still found it quite fun. I I kind of liked doing like shooting all the waves of dinos and discovering, I guess, like little yeah. strats and things. Almost I almost treat it as like a time attack or something. As like how quickly can I optimize these little engagements? I thought it was fun, but I also thought it was kind of mindless. It yeah. the game doesn't challenge you no, at all. Yeah. Like especially when we were playing as a as a five. It was like, all right, you're on ad clear. You're on. You're the tank. Cool. You're the healer. And it's like, we we, we were not. We were talking about like dinosaur movies for ninety percent of those matches. <laughs> and then it was like, because because the game just does not challenge you whatsoever in those PVE parts. And then the PVE parts is like a PVP parts. Oh my god, this is gonna confuse the shit out of me. The <laughs> PVP parts is like a completely separate game almost. Yeah, I think um, it it. There is a PVE mode coming soon, but I, I do think, yeah, even though stuff does unlock the more you play, it still needs more variance, at least early on. It it needs, like, a dedicated PV, PvP mode that is literally just PvP. Yeah. It needs a dedicated PvE, which is coming, but it needs that, like, now. It um, it feels like when games would have... You'd have, like, uh, uh, like your shooter... And you'd have your horde mode for the PVE yeah. players, and you'd have your team deathmatch mode for the PVP players, right? Then just fine. Those those people are happy in their little hoppers; they don't interact at all. And then get after you know, for a while, games were doing weird middle modes. Like the uh, the one I always think of is the in Halo Reach. There was like a uh, an objective-based assault mode with like mobs and stuff in Halo Five. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Halo Five, not Halo Reach. What am I talking about? Um, and it was like, oh, we're gonna try and we're gonna get both the PVE players because the PVE players can kill PVE and the PVP players can shoot each other yeah, and perfect. everyone is happy. And it's like, no, no. What actually happens is no one's happy because no one likes doing no one likes doing the bit that they're not a fan of, sort of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, 
and that's what this reminds me of like a weird offshoot mode to a bigger game that doesn't exist <laughs> yeah it's, it's like two different picky eaters right that both like two different foods and it's like well we've put a divide between them on the plate and you only eat yeah. what you like and the other person only eats what they like so like, no you don't, you don't understand i don't even want this on my plate like i, I don't want it anywhere <laughs> near me like i don't even want to see it <laughs> yeah yeah and what you end up yeah. is like you say you don't please both types of people you just yeah deliver a kind of watered down experience to both yeah. types of people because because if you're a fan of pve you're going to love the first half of the game and then get absolutely pissed off by the second half of the <laughs> yeah. game and then vice versa if you're the pvp players are just going to be sleeping through the first half of this game and it's yeah PvP. like because like, i want to play for the pvp but I have to click through the stupid dinosaur wave defense mode for the first 10 minutes of every match. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't you, do this. you have basically a 15 minute queue timer before you can get to the game. <laughs> that I want to play. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Whereas a PvE player can't enjoy the game because their entire win or lose depends on a type of game yeah. that they don't want to play. <laughs> like, they have a great time doing the PvE mode, and then Johnny Mook. Sweatlord just zips over to their side yeah. of the PVE mode and just kills them yeah. over and over yeah. again. It's Two like, tap Johnny comes and headshots you, and it's like, oh, game over. you over and over, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I yeah, just, I it's sad because I'm, I think, like the biggest Capcom fan and shill out of anyone on this podcast. I, mm. I just like this game oozes that kind of Capcom aesthetic. It does, just like yeah, it crazy does. shit. Com like some characters. One character is like a ninja with like combos and stuff. That's really cool. Um, the actual story and cutscenes that do like show again. There's not a lot of them, but like the actual cutscenes. The characters are very tongue in cheek. They feel very like Devil May Cry. Um, yeah, it's it's on that RE engine, so it looks really good for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a new game, and there's like tons of dinos on screen, but it always runs really well regardless of what's mm -hmm. happening. Like there is stuff here and i i do want to like emphasize that if you do have a game pass subscription i do think it's worth checking out just to like yeah. just to have a look even just for the spectacle of playing for a few hours and seeing you know a thousand dinosaurs rush at you whilst you shoot them that's cool <laughs> i like that stuff i think that's yeah. really cool i just don't think it's got the legs that it needs to probably be successful yeah it's like the pieces there are pieces here but they're put together they're put together all wrong. Every it's all, yeah. It's yeah. all just like crammed into one single package that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's so interesting though. It's such a weird game. That... I mean, I'm glad I'm glad people are still trying weird, uh, like yes. odd multiplayer modes, multiplayer game types. You know, it's like because maybe this could have been the next extraction shooter. It you, definitely you isn't, yeah. but it might have been. <laughs> And and you again, don't get the next one without Exoprimal, without people trying yeah, things. Like exactly. Exoprimal yes. Exo is uh, crawling now so that Tarkov 2 can come along <laughs> yeah. in, a, in a year or so. That and, Mar uh, Marathon 3 can take over yes. the industry or something. Because it's got Marathon yeah. 3 has a weird dinosaur mode. Thanks, Exoprimal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, yeah, I, I will, if I have a sub running. I'll come back and check this out when there's like weird Street Fighter crossovers and things like that, which are coming. Yeah, like that is. I mean, I'm down happening. to play this game, but it it definitely took the wind out of my sails when I found I heard that you were done. Oh, I'll be getting a pass again soon. I'm sure. Okay, here's what here's my plan. 
um i think it's like august mid-august there's a month of like tons of game pass stuff coming out it's like shadow what's what's that lies of p lies of p Um, soon yeah there were a few more there were a couple more as well that were all coming out around the same time um so i'll probably like reset for that the whole pound thing that you linked doesn't seem to work at least not for existing accounts which is sad but oh does it not oh that's a shame yeah you can't fleece them forever i guess (laughs) (laughs) well they're getting really weird right now there's um there was this news story from i was gonna do it later but do it now um you remember xbox live gold yeah 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 that's completely going now and it's turning into something called game pass core um so they're so they're obviously like they're, they're trying to change and adjust everything game pass core is a little bit cheaper than the game pass that we know it's like seven pounds a month um okay well it makes sense they're like consolidating all that stuff together it didn't make sense if if you were buying if you're paying for game pass it's like just just give them just give them xbox live what does it matter you know (laughs) yeah it was really weird for ages where yeah you had all these different like iterations of game pass and also you, you can still get xbox live gold i guess yeah and there was like Game Pass, not Game Pass, Xbox Live Gold games every month or something. It was weird. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're consolidating it all um, and doing that. So now there's four four different types. Yeah, you have Core and then Console and PC, which are two separate ones, or Ultimate, which is everything all together. Um, so Console and PC. But it looks like, yeah, like the old Xbox Live Gold, which I'm kind of nostalgic for a little bit, is completely going it's kind of sad. It's going away you used to get like gold and silver was a silver i think there was a silver at one point that rings a bell not recently but like <laughs> oh, you, you know back when the ui was all blades yeah on the 360 you had like different tiers of yeah was Xbox. there silver but what would silver be, be for I, don't <sighs> even... <laughs> I think it was i think it was no online xbox live silver i used to have silver back in the day yeah it was you couldn't do multiplayer online but it still gave you online services yeah i think that's right you could access the shop and download xbox live arcade games like you could buy them and things like that it's weird because you wouldn't even think of that as a tier now it's just like you know you just connect on oh don't it's you? oh it was like the free that was like the free version right yeah. okay oh yeah. i see okay it, so it everybody just... had silver and then you upgraded to go oh, okay yeah it was essentially just making a name and stuff like that yeah yeah but back then, that was revolutionary <laughs> for consoles. <laughs> but yeah, um, I got nothing else to say about Exo Primal. I thought it was alright. First Capcom miss, I guess. I don't. I don't even think it's a miss. Is it not? I just depends what you mean. Financially, probably probably <laughs> okay because the Game Pass. Uh, yeah, that's why. If it was like... just a Game Pass only game. I definitely don't think it would be a miss. Yeah. If it was a sixty-pound only game, it was definitely a miss. You know <laughs> it would have been dead on, dead on arrival because yeah, no, yeah. no one here would have played it if only the paid version was available. Yeah. But you can see sure. how many how many like reviews does it have? Like a thousand? Uh, yeah, Bath. If you round it, yeah, a thousand right now on a Steam. thousand reviews. It's still got time. It's got that new game mode coming out in a in like two weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just don't. I don't think anyone will be talking about this game in a, a, a month. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's too harsh. But I think it'll 
at the very least it will see out its current planned content which is yeah uh, street fighter and oh yeah, yeah i'm Monster sure Hunter. and then there's like yeah yeah I'm, yeah but then i'm sure those that. things are too far along yeah yeah and then after that you reckon it will quietly oh it's one of those things where, where the um you know like the update schedule it says they've got it like by months or whatever and it says street fighter yeah. and then monster hunter and then it says like much more to come and it's like is, is there <laughs> are you sure like, oh yeah i bet <laughs> i've heard that before like babylon's full like, I, look forward I to next season <laughs> I think I think it's a shame. On the one hand, we've got people out here, they want to make a weird multiplayer game, right? But there's like there's so much stuff has gone into this and it's like you just want to just make a weird live service game yeah. that somehow costs sixty pounds. Like come on, just give me a single player robot versus dinosaur game. I would've I would have played that. That would have been fun. You could have just made Dino Crisis four. I think that's a lot of people's takeaways. Yeah. Is you could have just given us a new Dino Crisis. You went ninety percent of the way to Dino Crisis Four <laughs> and then turned it into a life service yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. They left the dev team to make Dino Crisis Four and then came back like half a year later to see what they're up to, and they've put like mechs yeah. and games of service in it, and they're like, "What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we can't sell this as Dino Crisis Four. That is that is kind of what it feels. This feels like the multiplayer mode that would be part of dino crisis 4 right and then at some point they were like i can't be bothered to make i can't single player who yeah. does that anymore well let's just drop that completely this yeah. campaign we've made sucks just release the multiplayer but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's so but it's, it's even that discussion i find hilarious because how many people are actually clamoring for dino crisis 4 like, I'm not saying it's bad, yeah. but like, how many people oh, yeah. actually even yeah. know about Dino Crisis anymore? Like, come on! <laughs> it's, it's like a it's like a slap fight between the two worst teams in a league, right? You know, where it's yeah. like they all they're like, "Oh, your team sucks, and your team sucks," and everyone else is just like, "Yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure, guys." It's like the Dino Crisis fans versus the Exo Primal. Yeah. <laughs> That's a full lobby in Exo Primal. <laughs> Yeah, it's like 400 people total. It's like this game was never going to do well either way. But yeah, it was screwed from the start. Yeah. Oh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Rest in peace, Exo Primal. Gone but not forgotten. Um. Yep. What have you been doing, Sam? I have played, completed, and I'm on my second playthrough of Atelier Murray remake. Nice. How you find? How you find it? So. Yeah, no, this this game is. I mean, it's really fun. I knew what I was getting into, obviously. Yeah. But um, this is more of a sandbox take on yeah. the Atelier series, in the sense that from the get go, you're told you've got four years to make something, which for story reasons, you you have multiple things you can do. There's like seven or eight different endings, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um. And it basically just says, yeah, you've got four years, go. And yeah. th there are story beats and events that happen at certain days and stuff. But it, it really just lets you just go from day one and do your thing. Um, what is this like? Is it an RPG? Yes, 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 yes. So it's, it's your standard um, old school JRPG combat yeah. and leveling system. Um, you wander around kind of these maps where you fight monsters and you can initiate combat with X and that means you get the first round of combat kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, but basically what happens is is every every fight with monsters takes a day. 
every time you gather from any resource location, it takes a oh, day. Okay. Um, every time you craft something, crafting has days attached to each item. You can craft multiple at a time. And then you can get these little fairy helpers, and they're like, oh, this, this fairy will do this for you, but three times slower than it would take you. So you can be like, right, you go off and gather from this place and you craft bombs, so I've got bombs to throw at enemies. Yeah. And it's it's really more of a sandbox with story beats than it is like a a normal atelier game, so I'd say, which is a yeah. very story driven linear experience. So it's like here are all these different systems that you can interact with and they all take time on this in game calendar. How do you want to spend yes. that time? The time is your resource. Yes. To complete so, whatever objective you've got. And like you um there's I mean there was a couple of characters in that trailer. Yeah. I didn't even uh unlock on my first playthrough. <laughs> because you have like um it'll be like, oh, on this market day, go to the market. But if you're making something that costs that takes five days to make, it'll tell you, Oh, if you make this you're gonna miss the market. And I was like I ain't going to the market. Yeah, fucking market. Market's boring. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, there's. I want to make bombs. Basically, you start off and you kind of are. You're always very weak in combat. Yeah. But you have very powerful items you can craft, well, especially in the late game, to yeah. throw at enemies. But basically, you hire and have to pay a wage to adventurers and you hire their services. And as you go out on more adventures with them, your friendship level goes up, so you get more cutscenes, and their wages go down. And it's like, it's kind of cool that you're like, yeah, I'm just going to hire these two knights, and they cost a lot, but I'm just going to make sure we get enough resources out there that I'm going to get my money back. Yeah. It's certainly interesting. Yeah. This this sounds like Eren's role in every survival crafting (laughs) game that we play. (laughs) Erin, <laughs> Erin, we he have four hours. Services and I go and yeah, mine or we have four hours. I'm going to assign you to do this, 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 and this. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, can um... I build a church? He's like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, normal these normal JRPG games take anywhere from thirty to fifty plus hours, whereas this one is more. Like I, th- I think it took me. It took me seven hours. That's Seven what, hours yeah, to get that, my end. that oh, wow. really threw me off because you, right before we started recording today, um, you said you'd finished it and this game came out, what, six days ago. I was like, Jesus, Sam's finished a hundred hour long RPG in six yeah. days. That's insane. And then I looked up the um, How Long to Beat, which is a great website, by the way, um, hltb.com, I think. Uh, and the average playtime is somewhere between six to nine hours. And I had no idea. Yeah. Again, really it's because off, yeah. th- this is a game with replayability. You're meant to come back and be like, right, well, last playthrough, I didn't yeah. attend all of the king's birthdays, so I never got to meet the king's <laughs> royal guard or something stupid like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, there was a guy I bumped into him four times, and then I got an event, and it turns out he was a knight, but I then never managed to get the next event to rec- like have him as a recruitable option. Yeah. So I, there was just this guy that just kept bumping into me, and I was like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like me with every Dark Souls game, where you just, you know, oh, I met this guy a couple times, and then he just 
disappeared and I never yeah. saw it again. <laughs> and then you go on YouTube and you find a video for that guy and it's like the saddest story in Dark yeah. Souls. Yeah. This guy. And you're yeah. like, what? He just va- well, I don't know. He just talked to me and then vanished. <laughs> yeah. I got the um like canonical ending that leads into uh Alchemist of Salzburg two or whatever. What because it's it won't be Atelier Marie two, it'll be Atelier Whoever the protagonist is of that one. God, these games are so confusing. I'm sorry. It's it's. It's like I, I remember. Do you, have, do you have the like timeline, Sam? Like, can you play uh, through chronologically? You don't. Oh, okay. No, but normally, um, I think Atelier Riser, and I think Atelier Sophie are the only ones with actual sequels where you play as the same main character. Yeah. Whereas right. normally. I mean, my favourites uh, one was called Verona, and then the one after that I think was Meruru. You sound like you're looking and at me. Then, I don't know. But basically, <laughs> it's Atelier and insert main character name here. Yeah. And it is a sequel, but you're playing as an entirely different main character. But your old main character is in the world, maybe even in your party like helps you out or whatnot and is around but you're not them doing them stuff you're now new protagonist that's kind of fun and that's that's how they label it rather than one two and three is that is that ever has there ever been a game series that has that kind of like it's more it's more the story of like the world and the characters just dip in now smt kind of is there like a dragon age Dra- kind of Dragon Age, right? The characters pop up here and there, but it's not like I a true. I don't think they ever like intermingle in the same yeah. world. That's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of a single game that does that. I bet there are like some. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Oh yeah, I'm sure there will be. But yeah, I mean, this is also a niche game. I was going to say, ah, oh, not mainstream games, but Atelier. <laughs> I mean, Riser <laughs> has done a lot for the Atelier series. Riser has yeah. done. Impressive numbers, considering where it's come from, of selling like yeah. fifty and it's copies. Got an anime. And it's got anime. I, I always forget about that. Matt keeps telling me to watch it. Well, he keeps bringing it up because of the. Yeah, it's it's going to be very slice of life, very cutesy, yeah. chill. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, this this game's really fun. Um, I'm playing through a second time. Does, uh, does anything carry through? Criteria. Anything carry what through? Does anything carry, carry through from your first playthrough yes. into your second? Okay. You carry over. Uh, you carry over all of your logs. So, like, um, all of the items you crafted, all of oh, the enemies okay. you fought. Yeah. I think you carry over equipment as well, but you don't carry over levels or gold or stuff like oh, that. Okay. So you still have to. You don't just blitz through your second playthrough. You still have yeah. to play the game. Yeah. Also, you take again, some, like the meta knowledge as well, right? Of like, yeah, this time yeah, I want to do exactly. this. I'm going to do this. It, you're not, you're not, you're not going like, oh, I remember how to craft ore this time. <laughs> you know, oh, how did I do? You know, what three ingredients was it? That yeah, I exactly, you exactly. Just, you know, yeah, that's yeah, cool. That's good. I like that. But yeah, um, really fun game. It it makes me actually want to go and play the city builder one. What the fuck? Where? <laughs> so there was a Atelier game called Nelp. How do you spell that? And basically, you play as a character N L N E L K E. You play as a character that isn't an alchemist, but you're a like a merchant or a business owner, 
and basically you build up a city and recruit all of these alchemists. What the and fuck? They go out and gather, or you build them shops and tell them to build this, and it's just a city builder. This looks and you get hard. criteria of like you need to hit, you need to level up your town to level three by this date, or game over, or you need to have. Uh, explored this amount in this dungeon or game over. It was actually pretty brutal, but it was really fun to be like, right, I'm going to get all of you to craft this, now you're going to craft this, now you're going to gather that to provide for that. God, and then you I... get a quest come through and you're like, right, scrap that. <laughs> you're going there now. We just talk about how Atelier fans... That. Yeah, we just talk about how Atelier fans get absolutely rinsed in the pricing for all their games. Yeah, oh, what? They're all 50 quid. Every, sing- every single one of them is like 50 This has a £50 <laughs> season pass, too. <laughs> what the fuck? Put your, mo- will... put your money towards Exo Primal instead. I will forever <laughs> buy every Atelier game that comes out yeah. because they're always... They're just yeah. always high quality. It's like Josh, on the one hand, it's like, Josh, oh, people are getting shafted, and Sam's like, oh, I'm fucking eating good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. many RPGs to play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not upset in the slightest. Do you think yeah, um, yeah. in the Koei Tecmo offices where they make all these games, there's a picture on the wall? You know, like the Simpsons meme of do it for her with, you know, Mr. Burns and Homer. Sam. But it's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's profile picture on the screen. <laughs> Just do it for him. <laughs> it's all pictures oh, of Sam. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's a great game. It's, this one's been a lot more chill. Yeah. Uh, Marie. I was. It's just nice. It's just they're always just so nice to play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I ended yeah. up stopping every time because I was like, I need to stop. <laughs> like, I, I need to go to bed <laughs> yeah. or I need to do something. You're never like, ah, oh, this is kind of dragging on or oh, I'm a bit bored. Bit of a palate cleanser after yeah, Final just, Fantasy 16 and all the shit that, just, that yeah, goes through at the end. Always comfortable. It's yeah. just always comfortable. Yeah. That's cool, man. Is there like. What's the next upcoming one in terms of remakes or new games? Is there one announced or? Uh, not wait. as far as I know, but there might be. Yeah. But I don't think there's one on the short horizon. I tried Riser Two, I think it was. Um, couldn't get along with it, but I love hearing about these. Just like <laughs> living vicariously through you in yeah. this in this whole yeah. Atelier <laughs> world. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, if people like JRPGs and stuff, I recommend Atelier Rise of One. And then, I mean, uh, there's a friend in our Blood Bowl League, and he bought Atelier Rise of One. And then, after getting 20 hours into it, bought two and three ready to play them (laughs) after he finished one. And I was like, yeah. Was that Lewis? Uh, No, this was a friend called Ash. Okay. I think Lewis also. One, two, and three. Yeah, at some I, point. I do. Yeah, I think Lewis did. I don't know how far he got, but he was enjoying his time. You are the whole marketing but... team for, for this series. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing yeah, no, great work. They're just they're really good fun. And I, I, I think the big thing is is when you look at the Atelier games, you know whether you will enjoy that style of game. There's no ambiguity about yeah. it, right? Yeah. You're never going, am I really going to enjoy this game? It's like, no, you, you either, like, I will enjoy this game, or this game is not for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I, When I started it, I was, I'm not really big into Slice of Life anyway, so it's not really my cup of tea. The only kind of Slice yeah. of Life game that I think I've really gotten along with is uh, the Persona series. 
exoprimal. Oh. No. <laughs> no yeah. Yeah. And even then, Persona obviously splits it up with big dungeon yes. combat. That and it's all so, like triple yeah. A polish and everything and mm. makes it easy to swallow when it's like that. Okay, cool, yeah. Um we'll move on from that then. I have I played Exoprimal with you guys, obviously. Um the other thing that I played literally today is uh the Star Rail update which is I'm excited to hear about this yeah um... because of one comment that you made <laughs> so honkai star rail we talked about it before this is version 1.2 dropped i think at like 4 a.m this morning so it's been out today basically it's called even immortality and it's not going to spoil anything um story wise but i'll just talk about how i found it um yeah the comment that um <laughs> sam's referring to i said earlier uh it's called version 1.2 because the whole thing is 1.2 hours long from start to finish <laughs> it's so short um i finished it entirely like just casually today just playing I've, I've worked through most of the stuff inside this update it's all really good that's the annoying thing it's all like highly impressive there's tons of new um like cutscenes and story stuff and there's a couple new zones um it's all high quality there's just not much of it it's a real shame and it's taken, mm. oh, it's been like two months, I think, since version 1.1, which was also even shorter than this. Well, 1.1 well, had zero main story content. It had the tiniest bit. It had a few. Um, it depends what you. It depends what you count as, <clears throat> as uh, story stuff, because you get a few of the. Uh, I, I mean, main story. main story. Yeah, there's no main story. 1.1 it was just like character yeah. missions which i quite like um but yeah this new update is they do add quite a lot of stuff there's a whole new i kind of what it's called like the memories where you, you work through specific stages make a team and work through them there's a whole new thing of those um there's a whole bunch of new side quests there's i think two or three new character missions and there's about two hours from start to finish of main story stuff um and that's it and it just it kind of there's a, there's a really cool new boss um there's only two bosses in the game before today like repeatable big bosses um, yeah they had a third one with this it's amazing like again like production is just off the charts like just the aesthetics mm -hmm. and the fight and all um the first time you do the boss it's a because it's, it's a repeatable boss the first time you do it is a bit more structured in that certain stuff happens in the fight and characters swapping it out. That's really cool. They do some cool stuff there. And then it all just kind of wraps up and the thing pops up and says, you're up to date. Come back next time. It's like, see you in two months. <laughs> literally see you in two months for another <laughs> maybe two hours of content. Well, because 1.1 was had nothing in it story-wise. So what if 1.3... Has has nothing, <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing in it. That's my worry. I don't know. It's I, yeah. What what is that? Because you'd think the way this game is structured versus something like Genshin, which is open world. Yeah, you'd think this would be easier to just slot new content in, right? Cause you don't, it doesn't have to exist in an already existing yeah. open world. They don't have to fit fit it in anywhere. They don't have to add like a shitload of weird open world side content do they they just have to like yeah it's just we'll do cutscenes and well, it's, maybe well, a new level to or make something. all new zones and stuff right yeah 
Well, that's the thing is is. Yeah, but it's sci-fi. They can do whatever they want. Because <laughs> it was so short. Yeah, you're not I, wrong. When I, when I finished it, I did a bit of digging. I went around on like Reddit and stuff and had a look, see what the general consensus is. Um, and there is a big thread on Reddit right now on the subreddit talking about, like, you know, this is very short for <laughs> <laughs> two months' time. And some of the comments I thought were quite interesting. People saying that um, apparently Genshin, towards the start, was a little bit slow before they ramped up. Yeah. Some, some people were saying um, potentially like hedging their bets early on to see how much money this makes before going crazy. Oh, like, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just, yeah, just stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's all a bit up in the air. Um, I guess they don't want to spin up that like content machine before exactly. this game is proved yeah. to make any money. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. That makes sense. And, it, and, awesome. and even if early on, you say they, you know, Star Rail releases, and it had what, like, twenty million downloads day one or something. Um, even on release, like updates one point one, one point two, and several more. I assume at that point will already be locked in as to what it's going to be yeah. anyway, because obviously development yeah, happens yeah. so far in advance. Um, it might not be for a while if it is going to ramp up that it actually starts ramping up. I'm just gonna have to wait and see. Um, mm. Because that's my only complaint. I still really enjoy playing this game. It's still, it's just simple enough that I can play a little bit every day for like five, ten minutes, improve my team a little bit, get joy out of that, and then move on, right? Yeah. And the idea, yeah. at least for me mentally, was like every two months I come back and I can chuck a few days at it and get a bunch of stuff, a bunch of cool new stuff. But it's just, it was, it was just over in two hours. And it's kind of sad. That it was that yeah. quick, um, because you were saying, Sam, how you stopped, but you were going to come back for bigger stuff. Yes. Um, I, uh, if you're out right now, I don't think it's worth coming back for this. I'll be entirely honest with you. the The only other reason to come back is because I want a second healer, and I'm pretty sure we're on <laughs> the second healer banner. Oh no, you've just missed it. Oh, is, is that ended already? That's just it ended today. Wow, time is flying. Yeah. Jesus. I don't want to give you like the FOMO or anything, but I have him and he's fucking awesome. <laughs> he's... Well, it's, it's fine if, if I've missed him. Yeah. Like, uh, again, I, I am actually, I, I felt this after like a week of stopping. It's so <laughs> nice to not have any obligations and to wake up to think, right, need to make sure I send out those assignments, need to spend all my energy. <laughs> like, Man, I just wake up and do things now. <laughs> you become a, oh, I, my no man's stress. become my man's become a normal member of society. You love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's yeah, new banner now. Obviously, we have a big new update. Um, there's a new character. This guy called Blade. He's uh, yeah. the Edge Lord <laughs> character. Did you know you got to appeal no. to everyone right? with a name like what? Blade. <laughs> He's already been introduced in the story, right? Yeah, so he, he has a more prominent part. Up to current. Yeah, he has a more prominent part in this new. Uh, is it? I'll be a brief still, story. Is it still Wesley Snipes? It's still Wesley Snipes. They've got him back. Yes. <laughs> if I okay, okay. There's a guy called Blade, right? He's an Edge Lord character. What do you think his mechanic is based around? Vampires. No, so the most edgiest thing, oh. he damages himself. Power of darkness. Power of darkness, correct, to consume his own HP into doing powerful moves. 
That's so cool. He's on screen now. You see, Alex, if you if you if you're watching, <laughs> Edge Lord McGee. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to learn about his tragic backstory. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, he's. I can fix him. <laughs> I can fix him. I can fix him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Weird complaint because I'm I'm still gonna keep playing. I'm still having fun playing the actual game. I say playing; it's like a weird little thing that I have fun with for, yeah. for like ten minutes a day. Well, because it's like, like an hour and a, a bit of JRPG is like not a lot, is it? <laughs> it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's 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 weird because I've almost come full circle with this, where I was really enjoying it. I loved playing Star Rail when it came out. I just wanted more, more, more. And then a couple of weeks ago, we had that talk. That sounds way more serious than it is. We 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 talked about mm. like, what do you do in that game? Is that game fun? Are you actually doing anything, or are you just like addicted? And I was like, oh my god, this this is dangerous for this conversation. I'm having an existential crisis. And I kind of went through that, and I feel like I've almost looped back around where I'm like, no, actually, I do enjoy this game. Like yeah. what it actually is like i do have fun playing this game um I'm, i don't I, just, I don't feel like i'm playing it because oh my god what if i miss out i, I just i'm playing because i'm enjoying building up my team very slowly because it's just yeah you I sure mean, that's why that's... i got out right it's because i finished my team yeah well yeah i have i have several teams now that are level 70 that I want. I have. I have tons of level eighties now, which is max level. I have like. I have. I have two full teams of eighties, and I want to get my other characters to eighty. I don't really have a reason. I just like. I, that's just something I want to do with yeah. these characters I have. Um. Apparently, people still like my Jing Yuan guy. <laughs> I just keep. Oh mate, just, I'm, use, like, I'm using. I'm using him every day. I use him every day. <laughs> Sam, you can summon in. You know, you played well. You can summon in people's characters yeah. to help you out. Sam maxed out one of the best characters of that element in the game, <laughs> and then left. And now he's just he's just there every day. If Sam's not playing, like an investment. Yeah, Sam is. Sam is still playing because I am using his character every day. <laughs> but yeah, he's a baller, man. He's absolute baller. He does a few moves, and then big golden man slams his sword into the ground for like. 50k damage or something stupid. It's so yeah. good. It's so good. But yeah, still enjoying Star Rail. I'll still play that, you know, every day, a little bit here and there. As I said, if I were you, Sam, I would probably just at, at this point wait for 2.0, whenever that is, like a year from now or something stupid. Because yeah, you're I'm only sure saying that because sure. you want to catch him up. <laughs> yeah, I need to get way ahead of Sam. <laughs> you want you want the OP character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do this banner, Sam. He's just terrible. You don't want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just think if, if you are here for the story, which is like perfectly viable, right? I just mm. don't think there's going to be anything to sink your teeth into until something like 2.0. When at that point, yeah. even if 2.0 ends up being tiny, at least then you'll have tons of updates before it to work through. Yeah. It's like installing a a a, a tease, a blue balls. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so like so. No, what's the point? This will just make you frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Blue balls, the anime game. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, Honkai gives you some cool stuff for five minutes, and says, "See you in three months." And you're like, "Okay, <laughs> bye." Damn it! They did it again. They done it again. Son of a bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I got nothing else to say, so I'm gonna I chuck it along. There's um. Not a lot of news stories this week. We'll see what we can get out of these, and then we'll just 
go from there, really. I don't know if it's like an hour's worth, but we'll just work through it. Um, mm. I'm kind of sick of talking about Activision Blizzard and Microsoft. <laughs> um, so I'm going to burst through this very quickly. Um, Microsoft and Sony have signed a agreement for Call of Duty on PlayStation, which, as far as I'm kind of concerned mentally, is kind of concretes the deal now, right? If they're making deals yeah, like this and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's the same 10-year one as before. Uh, so Nintendo and Sony, so Switch and PlayStation and whatever comes after them will have COD for 10 years. Um, if I'm Sony, I'd start working on bringing back or inventing a big new FPS. Killzone, now. baby! Killzone Let's 4. Go. Um, marathon? Like something like that? Uh, marathon's not exclusive, though. It's not now, but 10 years from now. Oh, the Marathon 2. Marathon, exclusive marathon 2. Um, you know, Destiny was going to be a <laughs> one-and-done game, but then we got Destiny 2. Like, you might, you know, Marathon... It's, it's like I say, it's, it's 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. That could be... Who knows? Who knows? Who, yeah. Call of Duty might not even be like in vogue by in 10 years, you know? Yeah, 10 years is more than enough time for Microsoft to buy Activision Blizzard and somehow kill Call of Duty's popularity. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than enough time. They could do that. <laughs> so, um, Such a good shout. Yeah, so, so you have that. Um, and then uh, tying into that is how... The next Call of Duty is starting to leak. It's there's no leak like footage or anything, but it's basically there's, there's enough rumors and leaks now to confirm that it's going to be another Modern Warfare this year. Really, uh, straight after last straight, year, straight after, yeah. What's this? The first time since it's been a I don't while. Know. Yeah, it's been a while. You don't Call of Duty Four, maybe, or supposedly um, this. Whatever Modern Warfare Three ends up being this year, it was originally planned to be. A massive expansion to Modern Warfare Two, um, and oh, it's really? either it's either grown too big, or they've just gone. Oh, we can sell this, um, so it's becoming a full year release. Um, I think it might be cool. From what I played of Modern Warfare Two, I had a great time with it. Especially as, yeah, as, as we were saying, yeah, we were saying earlier about how oh, potentially. Could be on Game Pass, maybe. <laughs> It'll but, be tight. Two won't be, so I'm not. I'm not going to understand the intricate Call of Duty <laughs> story this year. Maybe two will be. Damn it! Can you imagine if the day the deal gets confirmed, they're like, "Oh, by the way, every single Call of Duty on Game Ooh, Pass." What? What Call of Duty uh, tomorrow? Every single Call of Duty today gets dumped on it. Which one do you pick? Which one do you play? I go back to. I think I just go back to Call of Duty Four, Modern you Warfare. Go straight to f- yeah, I think I would too. I don't really, I don't mess with the original Call of Duties in like World War Two and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Although I remember Call of Duty Three being really popular mm. on, especially on like Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. It was the last big, um. Like Call of Duty game in World War Two before they went all creator class and yeah, yeah, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. I used to have loads of friends in school play that. Do you ever have that? <laughs> Do you remember that? No, we. I I was completely on at Call of Duty Four. I basically never. Yeah. I only played Call of Duty 
three after I'd already played four, and I was like, oh, I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> I liked four, so. <laughs> no, I started at Call of Duty 4, because before yeah. then was just Halo 3. Yeah, that's same. true. Yeah, Didn't yeah. need anything else. <laughs> do, you, do you remember how it's... I it's something we're like missing today. I feel like, but do you remember how fucking massive Call of Duty Four was? It was. Yeah, it was I remember. Absurd. I remember going on a school trip and like the back. I'd say half of the bus was just people talking about Modern Warfare Four and multiplayer and stuff. It was. It was insane how popular it was. It's, I think it's. It's go. just because there was nothing else like it, right? Nothing it's like, like Fortnite it, yeah. now. Yeah. Fortnite is what COD 4 was to us, but it is That's on a true. bigger scale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. But, yeah, true. but COD true. 4 was that big. Like, it just yeah. was. There was a period of time where, like you say, you would wake up, go to school, come home from school, play Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, <laughs> go to bed, wake yeah. up, school, COD, sleep. It's just like, it's, and it, every day it was just like hanging with your friends, playing... Yeah. Cod four. I remember there were there was like a year where if you didn't know how to strike up a conversation with like a guy around your age, you'd be like, "So you played that uh, Call of Duty?" Then <laughs> yeah. they'd be like, "Oh my god, here's my loadout. Here's my favorite map. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I hate search and destroy. Fuck that mode." And it'd be like, "That's it. We're off. We're best yeah. friends." <laughs> <laughs> you have the old debate of like whether or not you like the shipment map. Is that what it's called? Shipment. Yes. Shipment. shipment. Yeah. Shipment. Oh god, do you remember that, Sam? The shipment map. Oh, that I always remember. Shipment is just like a three by three box. It's just how <laughs> yeah. I remember it. Yeah, because you you had the corners, you had the very center, and then like the the other little nodes were just like there was that there, one container that everybody camped oh, in. You had to I try and flush the guy out. Oh, of, the guy, yeah. the, some guy with an LMG lying down with an lying LMG. Down. Yeah. And like you would set up to throw a frag in there, but you'd just get got by somebody else. else would get you on his team <laughs> and it's like we've got to shift this guy, stop killing me. Yeah, so many people are like I remember Rust and these other maps, but Shipment is the one that I always come back to because it was just mm. for me it was, it's the pinnacle of mindless gaming. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. You, you spawn in, you try and kill something and then you die and you repeat for you know, you look at the clock, it's been five hours or something. It's yeah. like, I've done nothing. <laughs> I've ranked up, though. That's yeah. pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, got my gold AK, yeah. so we're pretty good there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, I go back to yeah, I go back to Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. What about you? What do you play first? They all get dumped on Game Pass. What do you play, Will? Um, I always meant to check out, but never played it. I always wanted to check out the Infinite Warfare, the space one with... Uh, Oh, John Snow. Kit Harrington with John John Snow. Yeah, yeah. I never played that one because that was like everybody hated that one for some reason. That was when it got revealed. Yeah, that was a weird. That was a really weird time for Call of Duty. Where yeah, everyone kind of fell off the entire franchise for what I feel like maybe like two or three games. It it became like super cool to hate Call of Duty. It was. I guess. I guess it's because of ghosts. Because everyone thought ghosts was kind of naff. It was. Yeah. It was ghosts followed by advanced, followed by infinite. Um, I think. Yeah. I think that's the order. Not like that. Um, there's a black, black ops. There black ops three was in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. But there's a. It's a really weird period of time where I feel like a lot of people. Obviously, people played them, but they they weren't as front and center as they are again 
now. It was really that Modern Warfare remake that brought Call of Duty back. back. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. the Black Ops 4 Battle Royale. Uh, yeah. leading into the Modern Warfare reboot really brought Call of Duty back. For good measure. Yeah, they were yeah. really good games. Um, but yeah, I was the same. There was like, I, I think the last one I played was Black Ops 2 and I really liked it. And then Ghosts was like a launch title for next gen or something, right? It was, so I just didn't yeah. play it because I didn't have a next gen title and I didn't want to play the shitty last gen version. Yeah. Um, and then I just kind of dro- yeah, dropped off the series. What do you play, Sam? Oh, I don't. I, I don't think COD is the game for me anymore. You don't. You wouldn't not even some like zombies. You wouldn't boot up some zombies. <sighs> I probably would. I probably <laughs> would. Man, I remember. I remember zombies when Road at War came out, and I was like, "This is incredible." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I miss <sighs> some of the zombie stuff. I didn't play a lot of the Black Ops franchises, like the, the Black Ops series. I played a bit of four. But I think for the well, most part, zombies the, uh, were stuck to those ones, weren't they? To the Black Ops games. Uh, to Treyarch. Yeah. Yes. Treyarch. Yeah, yeah, whatever Treyarch did. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, that was fun. I... We used to I used to go around my friend's house. We'd boot up split screen zombies and just get drunk. That was great. <laughs> <We'd>... <laughs> I remember <laughs> hours of entertainment. <laughs> finish school, go. This this is towards the end of school. This would have been like last year, last two years of school. Yeah, and it was like get home. Boot up zombies, get to wave like twenty, thirty odd, go to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do the same yeah. thing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You, you you do that little bug where you can like jump onto a tile with a flamethrower, and no zombies can get next to you. And <laughs> yeah. Flamethrower has limited ammo, and you don't really know why you're doing what you're doing, but you're yeah. doing it. Peer pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I completely missed all the zombies stuff, and. It was fairly recently, I think like a year or two ago, that I kind of like dove into that rabbit hole. And all the zombies modes have really elaborate storylines and secrets. Yeah. And all this stuff. I had no clue. It's it's like, do this and you unlock this, this and this. And then this character does this and you get secret guns and secret areas and story and cutscenes. And I was like, Jesus Christ. I thought it was just like a side mode for like horde mode. Wasn't there one where you played as like you played as American presidents and <laughs> yeah you, you had to Pentagon. defend <laughs> the Pentagon and like Area Fifty One or something right? How yeah. That's where I don't know if you uh, know this meme. It has been used for a while, but it was like uh, it, it's all the presidents. It's the the cutscene from that where it's the presidents at a table, and then one of the guys just goes, "Why is he here? He posted cringe." <laughs> I just always remember that <laughs> meme, and then I remember playing that COD mode, and oh, that was good. Well, the fact that all the presidents are in a, like a COD game isn't even crazy anymore, right? They do a whole bunch of like weird shit with those with those modes. There's, um, I remember playing one. I can't remember which one it was, but it had um, like Colosseum, like Roman Colosseum map. Yeah, and there were like a whole bunch of zombies in just old armor it's just they get so crazy and there's like what is it like ray guns lightning guns perks out That's... of vending machines yeah pack a punch machine that was the best yeah. you put your gun in it come out like covered in lava <laughs> awesome yeah. awesome it was like a laser like <laughs> pinnacle of gaming we never got better than that but these these would be great for like a game pass subscription kind of thing just to hop in and out of because 
I think in terms of those sorts of modes, those are the modes that are still locked to the full purchase of these games. Yeah. Which not everyone yeah. wants to do. Cause I, and they're still so pricey as well. I, I've old, read, yeah. old Call of Duty games are so expensive. <laughs> I always look forward to when like a Call of Duty game or something has an online beta before it comes out because I can get it out of my system playing these games and I haven't, yes. got, I haven't got to buy it for like 60 quid just to play it's the like multiplayer. Call of Duty Black Ops 2, 40 quid still on Steam. Yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops 30, 30? So Black Ops 3, 45. Ridiculous. <laughs> I, I do hope, I, like, you know, like we said, we, we're ants in this thing. We can't affect whatever billion dollar companies buy and whatever, but at, at least as a silver lining, I guess, I do hope they do just dump all the cards onto Game Pass. Yeah. That would be so sick. That'd be a really fun day. That would be a great <laughs> day. Thing that which ones do you think would actually have multiplayer servers? Well, they're all still going, aren't they? In, for some degree, in some degree or another. Aren't a lot of the older ones peer to peer? Yeah, yeah. You just like doesn't matter as long as you get a host, you can just play. I don't know. Maybe they might just don't it, know enough. It's like, it. Yeah, I don't know if either. It, it might be like they just dump them all and say these ones don't have multiplayer. But for the sake of you know archiving, you can play the campaigns and stuff of these ones. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, um, you'll find out more about these cods soon i think we're approaching the part of the year where they start talking about it so they normally do um don't they do their own yearly like event like, COD i feel event like we should have i feel like we should have heard about they they should have like i it's feel like on, by this time normally we'd have heard a, a teaser or something it's, at least a title yeah. it's got to be soon they're not going to miss a year like they do them every year so they'll, they'll, do, be... they'll do it tomorrow after we <laughs> yes. <put the> podcast. <laughs> you know it uh what other stories did we have uh Little one for the Brits. Tesco's aren't selling games anymore. This oh no, oh no, <laughs> no, yeah. Wow. I think Tesco was one of the last supermarkets to still be selling games. Um, but yeah, that's gone. This is, yeah, just thought it was quite funny. Just for, just for the Brits, got my, got my copy of uh, Grand Theft Auto Four. Back in the day, Tesco. <laughs> the guy didn't ask for our IDs. I was going we to say you weren't eighteen when that game came <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was uh, something in this that I thought quite interesting. The, one of the reasons they state um, that they're pulling out of the physical games business is um, UK sales figures of Diablo 4, Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, and F123. Less than 18% were sold via physical copies. Uh, that, I wonder if... I wonder if, like, brick and mortar... Game store. I, I guess they can't. They can't all go out of business. Those that eighteen percent's got to go somewhere. Have you games, have you right? been to a game? Have you been to yes. a game recently? I went to buy um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom yeah. and a controller from from my local game. It was in the back of a different store. It was in the back of a Sports Direct, and it was one aisle and two guys who were just stood talking. And then I walked up and I was like, "You got Zelda?" And they were like. Oh my goodness! A customer. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Right this way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's the the local game to me when I go in there. It's quite big. Half of it, maybe perhaps more, 
It's it's just t-shirts Funko and Funko Pops and absolute tat. This picture that I've randomly Googled has just got like phones yeah. for sale in the front. Yeah. It's, it's just like... It's, well, it's, it's like for me, right, as someone, I do like having a hard copy yes. of a game, but Amazon exists. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just convenient, isn't it? You just buy it on Amazon. It comes literally day and date. And it's usually the best price. <laughs> yeah. You've got a game or any other like brick and mortar. Um, they're full price, right? They're like 60 quid, whatever it is for whatever game you're buying. Uh, yeah. Online shopping now, they're normally a little bit cheaper. Tack on free delivery say, and stuff. It, it used to be you'd go to the store to get it cheaper. Like you get it a hundred percent, you'd know you could get it on the day, and it would be a bit cheaper than like ordering it because you don't yeah. have to pay delivery. But now it's like not even that. Digital normally is is cheaper, or at least at least the same price. Yeah, it's a shame though. Like when these do eventually go, or they just it, maybe not go, but it just completely morphs into something else. You know, it's called yeah. game, but only <laughs> a fifth of it sells games is, or something. Is video game. <laughs> I mean, the big, I say I'll miss it, but like, whatever, I, I don't go to games anymore, so like, I'm part of the problem, but yeah. I will miss, I'll always remember like, midnight releases. Uh, oh, midnight releases. They hit different back in the day when you were queued up with like, 40 other people outside your game to get Halo <sighs> or something. I, I never queued to get a game, ever. Did you not? No. Oh, midnight releases are I special. Got, yeah, I, I don't think I ever got a game on release. I, went I remember. To... You go first, I think well. it was. I think it was Advanced Modern Warfare Two. Um, I was on my way back from my mate's house, and I had work in the morning, and I hadn't even like remembered because I wasn't big. I wasn't huge into like following game releases back then. Um, but I just I was walking past game, and there was like a big line of like eighty people, and I was like, "What? Are you, what are you guys here for?" And they were like. <laughs> It's Call of Duty night. And I was like, Duty, oh, yeah. And then I just walked to the back of the queue and I just, I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. Well, I'm here. <laughs> anyone, anyone with tents or anything? <laughs> no, we never had tents. We never, we, no one ever camped for video games. I've never seen anything that crazy. That I think that's like, is that like a American thing? I don't know. People like camping out in tents and stuff for things. Um, uh, yeah, to be first to buy like Halo or something. Yeah, no, I never saw any of that. When I was a uh, little baby Joshua, I went to the midnight launch of the Nintendo Wii. And <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I pre-ordered it well in advance. Not because I... There's no way of knowing of any shortage, right? Yeah. Obviously, for anyone that remembers, the Wii was absolutely crazy to get hold of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just pre-ordered it because I was such a Nintendo fanboy. I couldn't wait for it. Um, went to the midnight launch. Bought, like... Four or five shovelware games. You get you get so caught up in <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you want to buy Rayman Raving Rabbids and an Excite Truck. It's like fuck yeah, why not? It's, it's midnight. Let's go crazy. Um, and yeah, I, was, I can't remember how old I was. I must have been like mid early teens, I think, maybe even younger. And then you just get home, and you're so excited. But what you're gonna do? Start the Zelda playthrough at like 1am <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, you play it for like yeah. 20 minutes and you're like oh I'm just gonna go to bed I've <laughs> got school tomorrow <laughs> but yeah and then no one could get a Wii like forever so I kind of yeah. lucked so out you, 
you, yeah, you got the last laugh there. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I think what have we we've played Zelda. I think at like one a.m. and like maybe Wii Sports or something. But it's so energetic after a midnight launch, <laughs> <laughs> like waggling everywhere. But yeah, I, I go, bring it back to brick and mortar stores. I can't have physical games disappear because I still rent everything. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> like as soon as this fails, I'm screwed. <laughs> you will never financially recover from game shutting yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they have they have to stay. Uh, but yeah, Tesco no longer selling games, but they will still sell food. That's pretty good. <laughs> you uh, still get my meal deal. <laughs> still okay. get your meal deal. Uh, the other next story, or the next story we had, uh, you mentioned this during the week, Will. This is about Patapon. Yes, getting a spiritual successor. Do you want to explain what Patapon is really quick, if you can? It's so Patapon weird. is a fever dream uh, <laughs> that everyone had back in the PSP era of video games. Uh, but it's, it's it's like a rhythm RTS. It's a very strange uh, game. But you basically, instead of you know in StarCraft, you've got mouse mouse clicks and keyboard shortcuts. Um, in Patapon, you have rhythmically pressing buttons to command your troops. <laughs> Um, and it was just very cute and charming and really fucking hard, but it was a really fun game. And it kind of, it was one of those like weird, it was on the PSP and it died with the PSP. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> no one ever bothered to take it and put it anywhere else. It was just like, yeah, I guess it didn't do well. Or I'm sh- oh, it had, never two, made the it had two sequels. I'm shocked it had two sequels. There's Patapon 2 and 3. Yeah, Patapon fans were eating good in the PSP era, and only the PSP era. <laughs> well, it's one of those things, um, it, it was kind of like, why has this game got sequels, right? Like, are people yeah. buying this? But then when you play it, it's really good, but you kind of look at it and feel like, oh yeah, this game has a budget of like 50 quid. It's like a few, it, it, yeah. It would be like an indie game. It would be like a, yes. you could see it being made by like a, a little indie studio on Steam or something. Yeah, you could see this on, like, if it came out today... Not this, not this new one, but if you were to take something similar to the old ones of their budget, yeah, it'd be like yeah. a 10, 15 pound game on yeah, Steam. Yeah, yeah, yep. But yeah, uh, you'd have a great time though. But yeah, they're making it, bringing it back finally. Someone's taking a crack <laughs> at a, a Patapon sort of sequel, sort of. We don't really know yet. Um, there's a little teaser, which is on screen now, if you can see. Um, there's really not much here. It's basically an advert for a Kickstarter, which is in I think ten days oh, as of recording. Oh, I didn't see it was that. I didn't see it was a Kickstarter. Yeah, the this um little trailer, um you can't hear it, but the audio has got this you know very similar vibes to Patapon. Yeah, um I'm excited for this. I, I didn't play much of it, but I remember really enjoying Patapon. It kind of like sits mm. in the weird kind of like space for me as Pikmin does. Where yeah. these really, I know they're not similar almost in any way, but you know, kind of well, simple uh, niche but s- cool strategy games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, people just don't do enough with the strategy genre, do they? I was just about to say the other one that needs to come back is Loco Roco. Yeah, I'm certainly saying that? Loco Roco. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. That was where you use the shoulder buttons to spin the world, tilt the world, yeah. and you roll a little blob, and he could do stuff like. You'd roll him into a spike, and he'd split into two little blob guys, and then you could fit him through cracks that were smaller, and then eventually you'd get to like a condenser that would put it back together again. Oh, what a charming game! This was oh, like damn. I remember when 
the PSP was somewhat new. Yeah. And like no one had one. Everyone I knew had DSs. No one had a PSP. Yeah. And these were the types of games I was like, that looks so weird. I really want to try it, but just no <laughs> one has it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a weird... Um, I can't remember what it was called, but they made another game. It wasn't Loco Rolo, Loco Roco, but it looked really similar. Let's see if I can find this really quick. Don't know if I can. Um, just you know, very similar art style. I think it was on like PS3. Um. Oh, is it the weird? It was just kind of a weird, like a flower where it was just like an experience game and it was like you you were a little guy and you like flew him around i can't remember oh maybe coco no. coco loco roco coco reco god this is getting weird now am i having a struggle? now we're just saying making noises yeah this might be it this might be it maybe it was a loco roco game Botanicula. No, it wasn't. That. I have no idea what fever dream you guys are going about. <laughs> it's basically this. PS, it's basically PSP, this. Um, you... This is my brain right now. <laughs> Just the Jeez. whole strings. <laughs> These games are so bizarre. They're like weird art pieces. We need to get some PSP pill. <laughs> there was <laughs> so many good games. <laughs> there was there was a period of time when the PS3 had. Like PSP and PS3 had a whole bunch of these weird art games like this that came out, and yeah. I feel like a lot of people played them because there wasn't a lot of stuff out at the time. Like you know, like um, Flow, if you remember Flo that game. I, yes, I remember. I bought. <laughs> you got. You just unlocked a call. I bought <laughs> the PC to PSP adapter specifically because it came with Flow, and you could plug. There was no store. They didn't put a store on the PSP. You had to go yeah. to a store on your PC and say, I want this game. And then you had to plug your PSP in and it would be like, oh, we've detected a PSP. Here's, you, you can now download this little like ROM or something and it yeah. would put it, <laughs> put it on your PSP. It was so weird. <laughs> I was going to find footage of Flow. I, I really wanted to play Flow. <laughs> this is one of those games, again, where it's like, there wasn't much out, I don't think. So it's like, yeah... This is this is cool. It's just you're like yeah. a weird thing that like eats other things. Almost like um an artsy version of Slither.io or something like yeah. that. Or like Snake it, or something. It was it was like the, the, the first level of spore, but like cool. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever, yeah. What else was yeah. there? You had um Flower on PS3. Uh, Did you ever play that one? I played yeah, I played Flower. There Once was a, a friend's house. I th I th there was a game, right, that just had Stro it had Strobe in its name, and I remember it was always like. Strobe. I remember always seeing this game everywhere. Yeah. Just uh, I can't remember. I don't I remember what it's. I, yeah, called. I don't know that one. I remember this one very vividly. This is Flower that we're looking at now. I remember this. Yeah. There was also um. There were a whole bunch of games that went by the title. Pixel Junk. Remember those? Yes, Pixel Junk There's Monsters. Loads. There's Pixel Junk. Yeah, Pixel Junk Monsters was like a weird tower, tower defense. defense. Um, there was Pixel Junk Shooter, um, which is getting a re-release, or has had a re-release. I think that was a really cool one. Wants to load. Oh yeah, because that had like physics. 
you could like pour yeah. water on lava and make rock, couldn't you? And stuff yeah, like that. That, that yeah. was that was a really interesting one. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. Oh my, this is like core memories now. Like <laughs> unlocking. There was a um, game. There was another game called uh, Everyday Shooter, which was another game. That sounds oh, fourteen years ago. This YouTube video, Jesus. It was like a oh god, I'm getting a fucking flash warning, Jesus. Echo Chrome. Do you ever play Echo Chrome? Echo Chrome. That's where you the uh, puzzle game with the mannequins. Yeah, with the um, they were like optical illusions that you could like spin yes. around, and you had to get the guy to walk. Yeah. Oh my god. Almost like you, you... Monument Valley kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Do you ever hear um, it's like that saying that's like it's the limits that breed creativity right yeah i feel like we i feel like that's in some ways we get indie games now that are like way more creative than ever but something about going to a store and seeing a box with like loco roco or echo chrome <laughs> yeah you just, I just don't you don't get they're that made anymore, they're, they're made that because they're literally working with like whatever psp has like 32 mega ram <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly i boot up unity now on my pc and i'm like i have 32 gig of ram and 16 gig of video memory on an rtx yeah. 4000 card I can make whatever. It's like why, why? You know, back then it was like, well, we can't make Call of Duty on, on a PSP. What, what are we gonna do with all <laughs> yeah. our studio? And now it's like, you wanna port Modern Warfare? You wanna port Battle Royale to your phone? Yeah, yeah. why not? I'm playing. <laughs> yeah, we got the I'm playing Star Rail on my phone, which just looks yeah. like ten times better than anything on like the PSP and Vita, <laughs> just on my phone casually. Oh, like, Echo Chrome was great though. Oh, you do at some point. I'm gonna like do a deep dive. And just get a big list of all these weird, like launch PS3 games that were on the shop that yeah. I used to jump through. Because I remember I never had um, I had an Xbox 360, but quite late. I had a PS3 first, and when the PS3 came out, it didn't have a lot of the features that came later, like the shop and trophies and things like that. Mm. They all came a bit later. I think no, I think it had the shop. But it didn't have a lot of the like online stuff, like trophies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that because that. Speaking of Xbox Live, that was where like the 360 was absolutely kicking the shit out of the PlayStation at the time, wasn't it? Because it was like you couldn't even that you couldn't even call people on on PlayStation. Yeah. There was only the option to use like in-game voice chat, and if the game didn't have it, it was like, oh fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you got Skype nearby or something. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Absurdly posted um Explosion Man. Explosion Man. Which oh I've got here. God. Oh Jesus Christ. This is the kind of stuff where when we play Game Duel or Guess the Game. Yeah. It'll be something modern that I should know. I'm like, oh I don't know. But then you could show me a a quarter of a frame of Explosion <laughs> Man. And I'll know instantly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Oh, but yeah, Pat upon finally getting a spiritual successor made by the same yeah. guy slash team as the old ones, which is really cool. Um, nice. I'm glad. I'm yeah. Excited. A couple more short ones very quickly. Stardew Valley getting a new version, which is 1.6. He, I say he, I can't remember the guy's name, Concerned Ape. Is the dev uh, mm. came out a while ago saying, "Yeah, yeah we're done with Stardew." Isn't this like the fourth time? Yes, he's been done with Stardew. <laughs> I think 
I remember reading something where it was like this and the guys that made Terraria, where it's like when you made that one big thing and it's kind of all people talk about, they kind of just get the itch to go and do yeah. something again for yeah. it. This, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I've I've heard something similar where it's you know a guy like what's his name Eric something concerned ape the guy that makes it. I think he's said that yeah he's working on um what is it like haunted chocolatier and things like that yeah but yeah. stardew is like his game it's his baby he'll never stop working on it because he loves to work on it because it's his mm -hmm. like it's his passion project it just happens to also make millions and millions and millions um but yeah supposedly this update was supposed to just be like, additional mod support to make modding easier because you know Mods are now easier. Finally, going to leave this game. You can just you know do what you want to it, add your own stuff. But no, he's adding tons of new stuff. Um, <laughs> new festivals, new items, more dialogue, uh, secrets, and question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> kind of the same what thing. Is, what is question mark, question mark, question mark? If not a secret, <laughs> come on now. I love it. It's just it's just so vague. This game just just keeps ticking still going and yeah like you like you brought up sam um terraria is basically the same right it's like yeah both... it's just every now and then they're like oh yeah by the way here's just a big update and you're like but you're done <laughs> it's just yeah. all these people just you know being like please just make a stardew sequel or make a new terraria game but these devs just be like i just i'm just gonna keep adding to this i love this one too much i'm just gonna keep <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That, I guess that's a really that's a thing that never you never used to be able to do that right but it's like um uh, what's the uh, what's the word when like artists and they can't leave their thing alone they, you know they can't ever and now it's like the, the the option is always there to go and add more stuff to your your masterpiece you know yeah it's um, it's, it's interesting because it always seems like there's a new audience as well it's like yeah. 1.6 comes out, and even though it feels like everyone and their mother has played Stardew Valley, it, yeah. it always spikes sales on Steam, yeah. on Switch, PlayStation, wherever. Um, which I think is good, because at least for these game devs, to be able to work on what is your life's passion basically forever <laughs> and be successful yeah. from it is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Like Kudos to that guy. He's clearly got it figured out. Just working on... Like, I love Stardew. I'm going to work on it for the next 15 years. And then every yeah. time you work on it, it just keeps it, finding an audience. Yeah, it must be so nice to be like, yeah, I love this game so much. I'm gonna, I don't need to go and make a new game because whenever yeah. I put out an update for this, it financially supports <laughs> yeah. me for another two years or something. Yeah. Well, an, an, another one, and I don't know if this is another story, and I'm uh, taking this from Josh, is TF2, right? Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. yeah, I'll bring that up. Yeah, TF2 um, is completely spiking in player base because they've released an update for the first time in. God, I can't remember the years, but it's, it's been a while. Um, you keep talking, I'll find an article or something, Sam. Well, yeah, it's just it had an update, and I was like, said what? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. We we put this game down essentially to play Overwatch when that game first released. Yeah. yeah. And we kind of like we played Overwatch begrudgingly as time went on because it never quite hit the same heights as TF2. Yeah. But yeah. 
yeah, because we had put it down, it's like, oh, TF2, that's a game we should all go back and play, but we never did. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, no, now, now we should go back and yeah. <laughs> play TF2. Yeah, it's uh, currently being enjoyed by 247,449 <laughs> concurrent players. Making Water it the, of a million the, people. The third most played game on Steam behind Counter-Strike and Dota. That's so ridiculous. It's insane. Like, come on, Valve. How much more of a sign do you need? <laughs> Half-Life 3? I don't even want Half-Life 3. I just want some some kind of continuation of Team Fortress would be yeah. incredible. I understand that whatever TF3 is won't capture what I loved about TF2. Obviously, it's a different game. It's been too long. But I would just no. love to see it, right? Games yeah. have almost become too polished in some senses that you just can't get the same level of chaos that you had back yeah. in the day. Oh, TF2, like, so, yeah. That's a good shout, yeah. I know what you mean. Like, like TF2 was like the Wild West, right? Where you'd go on and you'd... It would be, oh, you want to join the 80-player server where it's two for forever and there's a bunch of people spraying like gay porn on the wall as soon as you spawn in. And it's like, we're never going back to those days, are we? No, 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 no. game is going gonna, is gonna to bring that now back. Now I've got to pay or get it in a battle pass, my gay porn spray. <laughs> yeah. I, can't just un- I can't just upload a JPEG. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, it's like you say, yeah, you- you'd hop into a, a two-fort map with like 80-something players and 80% of that server would just be snipers sniping each other. Yeah. Like just just two or, lines of or snipers. Or engineers or spies, like, yeah. playing their own game. Yeah. yeah. And you'd look at the scoreboard and it would be, like, 97 to 45. <laughs> yeah. Half the, lot, half the servers in the, in, the, in the spawn room just, like, posting memes and stuff in the chat. Yeah. yeah, you look at the timer and the match has been running for, like... 15 hours without a winner (laughs) (laughs) it's like oh the game the the game will end when someone captures the 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 intel okay that's fine but then (laughs) you go to the intel room as a spy and there's like 15 turrets (laughs) yeah (laughs) they've set up their own little village down there like ecosystem yeah the whole thing is just shut down by one heavy with a medic that ubers him, but for some reason no one's done that in like 17 hours. Well, it's because of the snipers are about. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, take me back. Fuck. Fuck. But yeah, I, now that we're talking about it, I get what you mean about like the Wild West of online games. Yeah. Where it's just yeah. spawning. There's no XP. There's no nothing crazy. There's just a whole bunch. There's like 80 people. Half of them have open mic. (laughs) One guy is just running around open mic, blasting like pendulum out loud (laughs) as he plays pyro or something. Oh, it's like I'm there. It's like I'm there. (laughs) Take me back. um, But we are starting to see stuff. Well, I say we're starting to see, but like like Battlebit just came out, and that yes is almost this. That's almost there. It's almost that. It's what you want. Yeah, yeah. So I I feel like we're starting to see some people just be like, oh, we're not getting. Counter Strike, you know, unfiltered edition. Like, yeah. what if I just made it? You know, <laughs> I mean, all it takes—it's it's like, um, like you say, a battle bit, right? These games come out of nowhere. It's like one day it's not there, and then the next day, battle bit has, you know, half a million players 
on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that's what always gets me excited, right? It's because you can look at upcoming games and there can be nothing coming out, but you know there will be something. Something will come out from somewhere. There'll be a battle bit or a vampire survivors or something mm. will just come out and you'll be like, This is this is so good. This little like crazy little indie thing. We just need like a TF two equivalent of that, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have I ever did you... There you go. Oh, I was just going to... Did you, either of you, watch the Vampire Survivors no clip that came I'm out? I'm about halfway through. <laughs> there um... was... It's, it's good. There was just... There was a bit in there where he talks about how he... he his development was, like, led by the asset pack that he bought uh, off the store when he was like, I'm going to make a game. So, like, whenever he put a weapon in, he was just like, like the Bible that spins around or whatever. Oh, I saw, he yeah, was I like, saw this bit, yeah. He, he didn't have an idea for a weapon and then find the best JPEG to represent it. He just looked at the big list of JPEGs and he was like, oh, a knife? <laughs> That'll shoot straight forward, sure. And then he just put it in the game. It's like, this character looks like a wizard. I'll make them a wizard. That's the craziest plan for game dev or any development I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a really fun documentary, I recommend. Yeah, People but... check that out if they haven't. Oh, it's on screen now for anyone that's watching the video side. The guy that made Vampire Survivors in this, in this documentary, he's camera shy. So they commission the, the Noclip, who do a documentary, they, they commission a vampire like puppet to be made yeah. in lieu of him. Count von Count. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it's, it, that, yeah. And, and that talks throughout the documentary on like webcam, yeah. and it's really good. But also when this game dev is talking about, you know, just random stuff. Like, oh, I used to play all these games back when I was young, like Commodore games. They've actually, they've added clips of, like, this puppet, like, going through games and, like, playing Commodore. Playing, yeah. <laughs> playing like, Commodore. It's, it's, it's such a good documentary. There's a bit where he talks about, like, waking up super early every morning to just do a little bit of work on his game. And it's, like, <laughs> a shot of this puppet sat in a chair in the dark. And it's, like, so poignant. But it's, it's like, the puppets. It's so oh, funny. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I always watch. Mm. I don't always watch them like straight away, but I always get around to watching everything. No clip, yeah. Put out, yeah, because it's so good. Have you been following their archive channel? No, I keep meaning to, but I haven't checked anything out from it yet. Yeah, so they recently, what's his name? Danny something. The guy that does it, Danny um, O'Dwyer. Danny O'Dwyer. He or him and his group, whatever they do, whatever they call them, No Clip. Uh, purchased a big truck load of old video game tapes containing just old trailers, conferences, yeah. stuff like that. And they are digitizing them and uploading them to yeah. YouTube. And some of these, it's like the best quality these videos have ever been seen. And at first I was like, this is really cool. Like, I'll, I'll watch this. And then as more are coming out on this channel, it's called No Clip Archive. As more come out, it's really nostalgic because there's like stuff from, you know, 2006, 2010, like really <laughs> old. Yeah. Like yeah. E3 stuff that you kind of remember. It's just really first good. First ever yeah. Uncharted reveal. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah. First Uncharted one. So I can find that. This is the website for it, but it's also on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Uncharted reveal. It's like you're watching a 1080p video of the most scuffed. Like, you know, Nathan Drake yeah, that looks way yeah. worse than you remember. <laughs> oh, it's, cool. yeah, it's just really good. 
I love this kind of stuff. It's really good. Yeah, just watching it now. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's, that's that one. Yeah, TF2 taking off. Either of you two think about going back and playing TF2? Now it's, like, so popular. We did a little while ago, and it's... Whenever we would boot up a TF2 multiplayer server, for one thing, it's like we said, it's like there are no rules anymore. Right? Yeah. Like, we couldn't find a server that wasn't weird custom games. Um, but also, whenever we did we would run into some people who hadn't stopped playing TF2. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, and those oh, people yeah. were monsters. <laughs> I um uh, there's a streamer that I've watched. I mean, he used he was a TF2 streamer and then Overwatch happened to blood blood called Stir. Yeah. And he's been playing it recently. And like he was the guy that I used to watch because he just <laughs> he did all of the crazy stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it made it look easy and I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I do think, like, because it's been so long, if I would remember any of it, right? Like, if any of it is still somehow ingrained. Like, you know, I go back and play 2 Fort after a decade and a half since I last played, and I still know all the routes and spots yeah. to stand because I literally put in, like, a thousand hours into 2 Fort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe I should just give it a look. That would be, that'd be, that'd be cool. Do you guys want to check it out just at some point randomly? Yeah, I'm down. Give me, give me a day. Yeah, give me enough time yeah, to download just... it. I don't know how big TF2 is at this point. It's probably 400 gigs of hats, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, and you go on a random server and also download another 50 gig download... worth of sound files and stuff. You have to download all the Unreal Tournament announcers packs. <laughs> yeah, what was it like? Yeah, Fragmasters. Yeah. Every time you load into a map. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all the news for the week. That's everything I've got, really. So, um, trying to think. I haven't really looked at new releases. We can have a quick look. This is really off the cuff. Well, I mean, Exo Primal came out, right? So that's it. Yeah, like who cares? Nothing else, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Diablo season starts tomorrow, but apparently they just pushed a patch out, which has made everybody very unhappy. So yeah, I oh, heard about uh, that. Yeah, that they they yeah. can't do anything right, apparently. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you've got Remnants coming out, right? Remnant oh, yeah. 2. Remnant 2. That's early access starts tomorrow, I want to say. Oh, did we already cover that last week then? I'm sorry, I didn't prepare for this at all, so I know this is really no, special. No, no, early, early access. Early, yeah, it's if you buy the, the Super Duper Deluxe Edition. Everyone else gets in next week, next... Yeah, 25th of July, it says for the release date on Steam for Remnant yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a lot of people are going to be playing this. I've heard it looks good. Also I, the date that um, Nick Cage comes to live on DVD. Yeah, yeah, Nick Cage coming out on DVD. <laughs> uh, we covered it last week. How is, yeah, how is Remnant going to stand up to Nick Cage <laughs> in DVD? <laughs> the poor, poor guys. I know we, we covered it last week for releases, but on Friday, when this episode comes out, uh, Pikmin 4 will be out on Switch. Oh, yeah. You played it? I'll be 100% playing. I don't know if you saw today the reviews dropped today it is doing insanely well way higher than i thought it was going to do um across 42 reviews right now pikmin 4 is sitting at 88 average out of 100 that's crazy that's insane for like a pikmin game i was expecting maybe like high 70 at best for like this niche where's little... exoprimal uh really odd right exoprimal had hardly any reviews i was what? not oh they come out now 
last, when it came, game came out, it's 66, 66. average. <laughs> Probably about right, to be honest. Um, I mentioned this when we were talking about it. Exoprimal came out, and you couldn't find anything about it. That's what it felt yeah. like. There was like no discussion. The subreddit was dead. There was they probably a... didn't do review code review codes for it. No, right? I don't think I they did. Yeah, there were there were no reviews on launch. Um, even a few days after, there were there was like four reviews. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it was so, and it's like big Capcom release. Not like an indie game. Full price on Steam. Game Pass well. game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I expect I expected. Something more than nothing, you know what I mean? I uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's because <laughs> between us, the four of us <laughs> are the ones that cared the most about Exo Primal of everyone on the internet. It was yeah. us were most excited for Exo Primal. I feel like if I went to the devs when I was trying to find stuff about Exo Primal, just like any discussion, if I went to the devs and was like, "Where can I find out more about this?" They'd just look at me and say, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> what, you, you want to know like, you, reckon, you, don't, you don't think if you called up the exoprimal community manager and you went hey uh, can you send me a review code and they're like we will invite you to the studio and give you a tour please talk about exoprimal <laughs> I, bet, I bet it's the exact opposite I bet he hates his own game <laughs> <laughs> I bet you call him up and ask about exoprimal and he's just like oh for, no go away <laughs> can I talk out. about Resident Evil <laughs> yeah Please just let me talk about just anything else. Yeah. I'm so sick of Exo Prime. <laughs> uh, yeah, more games probably coming out, um, but I don't know right now. I don't have the website to find them, so I'm gonna just scuff this and say come back next week, and we'll probably be talking about it if it's any good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's good, we'll probably be playing it. So there you go. That mm. come back next week. That's there you go. Hook, line, and sinker. That will bring people back. That'll, that'll work. Uh, let's do our socials, and then we'll we'll get out of here. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast. My name is Bottlerworks on everything. You can find me if you dare. How about you, Will? Um, you know where to find me, everybody. And Sam. Hello, I'm Sam. Oh, do we not get you? You promised a pun for the three people. I did still. not promise. <laughs> I backed out and I'm staying. He's backed out again. <laughs> what a sad, sad ending. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, goodbye.